Good morning, listeners. Today is day number 171 since we've been back on the air, and I'm Max O'Brien here with today's Mercury, a broadcast of hope. I'm joined today by Agnes Drew and Dr. Rosalind Clark, and do we have a special treat for you, because a few nights ago, I figured out how to find out once and for all how the zombie outbreak started, and this morning we're going to go through that procedure live on the air. (sighs) This is hands down the dumbest thing you've ever come up with, Max. I can't believe you talked me into this. Come on, Dr. Clark. It's just a bit of harmless fun. I don't think it's going to work either, but what's the harm in trying? Well, there's my usual complaint that it's a waste of gas. True, but Max did come up with some extra gas for this, like you asked him to. Besides, we can't be serious every day. I don't know what you two are talking about. This is extremely serious, and it's going to work. I just can't believe I didn't think of it sooner. I'll go along with that. This seems like the kind of silliness you would have come up with a long time ago. What Dr. Clark is being so disparaging about is that today, live on the air, we're going to conduct a seance. Every zombie in the world is the physical representation of someone who is dead, and we're going to contact one of them and ask them what happened. Max, even if seances were a real thing, which I would like to point out that they are most definitely not, what makes you think you can contact someone who would actually know what happened? I would think that only a small handful of people were near the source of the outbreak, assuming there is a source. This could easily be an environmental problem, in which case there would be lots of people who were this so-called patient zero, and there is a good chance that they don't know what happened any more than anybody else. Out of the millions of dead, what makes you think you'll find the right one to ask anything at all? We'll ask around. We'll ask around? Dr. Clark, take a breath, please. We don't want anybody to develop high blood pressure with no meds available. Fine. Fine. It's fine. So Dr. Clark and Agnes agreed to help with the seance today. We'll start by seeing if we can contact anybody, and then, if they don't have the answer, we'll ask them to sort of pass the spiritual phone around until we find someone who does. I bet communication is a lot easier in the spirit world. It's not like having to go door to door. So what do we do first, Max? Well, since none of us is an actual medium who can channel the spirits themselves, we're going to have to use a few special tools. Yeah, Dr. Clark is more of a small. Leave me out of this until I'm absolutely required, okay? Sorry. So we're going to use the classic Ouija board. Max, that's a mouse pad. Yes, with a Ouija board design on it. I found it in an electronics store we were going through last week. It's what gave me the idea. Okay, what next? Hey, you don't have to take that tone. There's nothing mystical about the board itself. It's just a conduit for the spirits to communicate with us. I could have made one myself, but this was right here, and I didn't think there was any use in going to any extra effort. At last, something we can agree on. Can we hurry this up? What else do we need, Max? The board requires a planchette, which is French for little board. Again, nothing mystical about the object itself. For this purpose, we can use a shot glass. Can I borrow that when we're done? Sure, why? No reason. Anyway... We all put one or two fingers on the planchette, and then we'll put out a general call to the spirit world, and once we've established contact, I'll ask them questions. The spirits will guide the glass around the board to the letters or numbers or whatever, and we'll get our answers. I notice you've written some extra words on here. Yeah, again, the board is just a means to facilitate communication. The alphabet is traditional and flexible, but you can add whatever words you think might come up in the conversation you're trying to have. So I put things like government, mad scientist, accident, and so on. Okay, so are we ready to get going? Yes. Now, listeners, 
Luckily, we keep candles in here pretty much all the time because there's still no power and we don't run the lights off the generator, just the transmitter tower. So first, we'll all hold hands and try to get in touch with a spirit. And then, once we've got one, we'll put our fingers on the planchette. You've never done this before, have you? It feels like you're mashing up a bunch of stuff. How would you know? Fair enough. Okay. Everybody just hold hands and concentrate. Is anything happening? I don't think so. Maybe we have to concentrate on someone specific. Like who? I don't know. Um, ask for Sam. Ask for Sam? Why would you make me do that? Don't you want to talk to him? Well, yes, but not like this. Besides, I spent a lot of time trying to make myself believe he might still be alive somewhere. Agnes, we all heard the recording. I hate to say it, but he's probably not alive anymore, and this is our best chance at making contact. No! I won't do it! I can't! Agnes! 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 I'm, I'm sorry! Come back! We'll try to think of somebody else! Agnes! Well, I guess we're done here. Um, we'll be back tomorrow. Be sure to, um, walk the perimeter of your encampment and... Do other things that will keep you safe. Sorry I didn't really have a plan for today because I thought Max was going to waste all the time. Um, until tomorrow then, take care of each other.